right, and we have a little help. That's right. Got it. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to another session of Dungeons and Dragons. Hooray. Yay! Dungeons and our dragons. Yes. All right. So let's kind of recap a little bit. Uh, you all fresh off a victory over at the uh, Calamity's Temple. Uh, decided that uh, you'd break up the monotony a little bit, or not monotony, but kind of bored. You decided you wanted something to do, so you l went back to Hokkaido and looked at the job boards uh, and found the only really interesting-looking job because you didn't feel like guarding a caravan, uh, which was uh, a, a village was having a bandit problem. So you headed over to meet with the villagers. Uh, and after a short conversation, discover that the, band the bandits they're talking about are being led by an adult blue dragon. Your interest peaked. Uh, you all started planning right away with how you're going to deal with the dragon. Uh, spending a good hour plus of game time talking about how you're going to deal with the dragon. Finally, you left town and headed into the wilderness talking about how you're going to handle the dragon the whole way there. Uh, before making it to the small village there, you met with Kira, uh, the head priest and de facto leader of the town, uh, who like, confirmed that there's this dragon problem. So uh, she sent a scout, uh, a young woman named uh, Shimada, with you, who led you to where um, a, the, a valley was that the bandits were expected to walk through. Uh, so um, you decided to make a fine place for an ambush, uh, you used Brindley's Druid Grove and set up some other little uh, tricks and traps uh, and then waited for the army to arrive. The next day, the bandits arrived. Uh, Gwyn and 88 tried parlaying with the lead bandit, a kobold named Krinko. Uh, but it very quickly... Sorry, that's my street. Uh, <laughs> but it very quickly escalated into combat uh, within a round or two. All of the bandits, except Krinko, were dead uh, in a hard-to-navigate pile of bodies. Uh, but then Tamakari, the bandit lord, arrived uh, and blasted you all with some lightning. You had a short but intense battle with Tamakari, who nearly electrocuted several of you to death. Uh, however, you began to get the upper hand in the combat, so Tamakari took off to wreak vengeance on the village. Uh, in a heroic act of desperation, you threw everything you could at the dragon in the one turn you had to do so. And just by a thread, and with a minor assist from Enigma, you're able to fell the beast. Yay! Yay, us! We did it! Uh, you then us. turned your attention to Krinko, uh, the kobold, uh, the, the only surviving member of the bandits. Uh, he, he took as a hostage. Uh, he agreed to show you around uh, the bandit camp uh, so you could loot it effectively. Um, meanwhile, Brindley uh, took off all the valuable parts off the dragon, or at least as much as you all could carry. So you got scales and, uh, you know, uh, some fangs and the glands that do the lightning and the heart. <laughs> uh, your bag of gore. Uh, and so it is the 27th of Calamity. It is rest day. Uh, and... Uh, so, um, you want me to take you to my our like cave or what? Ah, <laughs> what? I mean, I'll do oh, anything yeah. you want. Is I'll do right? anything you want. Just don't kill me. <laughs> yeah. you... Yes, we are going to the cave. 
Did you also want to like harvest the dragon for? We did that already. You guys we did that. Did. We did. We, that did. we took all the valuable bits out of it. I mean, there are probably more value. Like, you, I'm sure you like if you could somehow get a giant <laughs> dragon corpse somewhere, people would pay good money for it. But how would you do such a thing? Yeah. <laughs> strap it to the to the carriage. <laughs> I'm going to strap it to the roof of our Aerostar. Uh, <laughs> Stains would never come out. I'm vetoing this plan. <laughs> yes. All right. Listen, there's only so much we can do. Krinko right. um, just sort of keeps nervously looking over at the corpse of his boss, uh, who is much, much bigger and scarier than he is, and then just kind of uh, shuffles around nervously with a little bit of manic energy as he waits for y'all to decide what to do. I mean, we're going to the cave. Yeah. No all, right, all right, all right, all right. Poke him so that he leads the way. Uh, it's not hard to follow. There's a pretty well-worn path, you know, 30 people marching back and forth every few months. Uh, uh, and after uh, about a half a day, so as it's getting um, kind of near uh, late afternoon, early evening, uh, you all arrive. I do want to talk to Krinko as we're walking. Mm -hmm. um, so Krinko. Yes. Um, why did you join this dragon in the first place? Well, uh, I mean, look at him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I you know, the, the thing is, is you know, we're all we're all bandits, so uh, you know, none of us none of us can really fit in well to society. So you know, you just look for somebody who's really big and powerful, and who can you know kind of guide you and lead the way. Yeah. Um. Where Where else did uh? Tomakari terrorized. He says, "Oh, we uh, he says mostly we just organized raids in the Hokkaido. A little, you know, slip in, take some stuff, get back out. You know, there's not a lot of villages out here anymore, so uh, that was basically it. We'd go there every three months and get our food for the next three months. Mm -hmm. And then everything else was just petty theft. Yeah." Can I roll an insight on um, this little guy? He's lying. You don't even need to roll the insight check. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm going to... Um, he's probably, what, like three feet tall? He's a kobold? Yeah. I'm going to put my my hand on his shoulder and squeeze pretty hard and be like, Krinko, you should probably tell me the truth because all your friends are dead and it didn't uh, roll me an intimidation check with advantage because all yeah. his friends are dead. <laughs> friends are in fact fucking dead. Let's see here. Sorry, when you say are your are your dice out, I should have this open already. Especially if D&D Beyond is not going to work. Listen to all this blank space that Overcast is going to get rid of. <laughs> huh. The app is just not working. Oh, weird. Okay, uh, intimidate. Natural 20. <laughs> oh, okay. 
He says, okay, look, it wasn't all just minor jobs. We even hit up caravans. We would, uh, you, 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 you pretty much anything that we could get our hands on. We, there was a, they used to ship uh, gold between the capital and some of the minor provinces. I say used to because we kept hitting them. And so now I think they do it like magically, but I mean, just tons and tons of gold. Nice. Thank you, Krinko. Anything else, anything specific that uh, Tomakari was uh, interested in? Any hobbies other than stealing? I don't know. He kind of kept to himself, really. He, you know, he, he just lived in his little, you know, his little dragon room. And we, you know, occasionally he'd be like, hey, come on out. We're going to go do this thing. Okay. But mostly we just had a lot of fun. You know, me and the, well, my, me and my former companions. Mm-hmm. We play cards, tell stories. Doodle explicit images on the cave walls. That doesn't surprise me. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Krinko. I'm very helpful. Don't kill me. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Okay, that's all I wanted to know. Thanks. Okay. Anybody else have questions for Krinko on the on the on the walk to the cave? So he mostly, he mostly, uh, if, if no one's talking to him, he just kind of leads the way quietly, muttering under his breath to himself. All right. So after um, a uh, a few hours, um, like I said, getting near the early afternoon, um, uh, you arrive on this hillside, uh, and there is a fairly large, probably 15-foot-wide, 15-foot-tall, uh, uh, cave entrance on the side of this hill. You get the idea that the width was probably natural, but the height was probably carved out a little bit. Um, and uh, Kringo says, well, here it is, home sweet home. He says, let me give you the tour. Yeah, you you go first. So he, let's go ahead and switch over to the map. So, um, yeah, so he uh, he kind of gestures. He says, ah, up here, this is this first tunnel. He says, that's just kind of where we hang out when we're, like, guarding the entrance. Uh, it, you know, we all we all go on these excursions, though. So it's just, it's just me here. Uh, Can I incite <laughs> that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, no, even higher than that. 24. Um, he rolled a natural one, so uh, he's telling the truth, uh, but he is desperately, like, he, he's desperately trying to put on an air of casual confidence, because he's trying to prove his value to you. Oh, okay. Um, his, uh, his flaw is that he um, has attracted the powerful creatures. <laughs> Listen, you might need to calm down a little because the way you just said that made me think that there's not that there are people here. So, oh no, no there's definitely not. Cool. It's just it's just hello, hello, hello. It's just me. Yes. All right. Uh, so he leads you in, um, uh, and he takes you. He says, uh, he says, ah, yes. He says, this is our uh, 
this is our darts room. It's where we play darts. And you see there's like a kind of a large wooden board set up in one end that's just got like combat darts chucked into it. Um, and uh, he says, uh, yeah, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of good memories in this one. Uh, and he says, if you uh, come with me down this way, he says, this is our mess hall. Uh, and you see a bunch of uh, tables and kind of like... Um, like just kind of dirty dishes and, and things like that made of wood. Uh, not a lot of food. Uh, you see a couple couple bags, like a couple of uh, mostly empty bags of rice in the corner uh, and some like charred animal bones. Uh, he says, all right, now let me take you on the next stop on, on, uh, on my Dungeon Cribs tour here. He says, <laughs> says this is where we sleep. Uh, there's actually way more hammocks than this. He says, uh, it, it, he says all up and down these hallways. He's like, we sleep in hammocks. You know, that's the life. Uh, he says, down there is where we poop. And he points down to this little kind of hallway that curls around. You detect a foul smell coming from it. It's like on the floor? No, no, we got some pots. Oh, well, that's better. Yeah, yeah. You know, every week somebody has to draw a short straw to, to empty out the pots outside. Yeah, that would be the, the worst straw. So there was 30 of you. Yeah. And you clean them once a week. Oh, we don't want to do it. You know, it's a crappy job, so we don't want to do it any more frequently than that. Right. Okay. Next. Um, he says, he says, he says here, he says, uh, he says, this is, this is just kind of where we hang out. He says, uh, he says, and then back here in the corner, this is our treasure. So he leads you back into this little room. He says it's our most, he says it's our most precious room. He says it's all of our treasures, uh, and you see um, a room that's got uh, like a treasure chest. Uh, it looks kind of like badly dinged up. Uh, when you open it, it's filled mostly with like copper and silver pieces. Uh, uh, and he says uh, this is this is our kind of our group stash. You know, if we are in town to like do a hit or a heist or whatever, we uh, you know, we'll take some with us so we can go buy some like good food and. You know some entertainment. Mm -hmm. uh, you also see like some like hand like carved sculpture, like uh, wooden like little like, hands like wooden carved sculptures and things like that, little pieces of art. Uh, he says, "Oh, these came from the village." Oh, those are being returned to the village then. Whatever you say, boss. Eighty-eight will take the chest and the carved figures. Let me know if you want to know how much money is in the chest. Otherwise, I'll just you can just put it on your sheet as chest of copper and silver. Uh, all right, so the, probably with what you're looking for, he says, uh, this is the dragon door. The dragon door. And so he leads you over to these two giant stone doors that have a uh, kind of a relief of a dragon carved into them. <clears throat> he says... Uh, Tamakari always said that if we ever went past these doors uh, without his explicit permission, that he would just, you know, kill us where we stood. So we never went in here. We don't really know what's in here. Uh, none of us ever got invited back. You know, we always kind of would try to angle for it, but he never, he never offered it. Does somebody want to check the door for traps? I don't think I can do that. What's... Uh, you can always check for traps. So it's an investigate check. Okay. Or perception check. Uh, I guess oh, uh, option that I need to do it. 
Uh, oh, I forget. I think it's perception to check for traps. Yeah. Thank you, plus six on perception. I, oh, I'm plus perception? Like 11 on perception. Yeah. Plus right. 11? I got plus, plus nine. Also. Yeah, sorry. Y'all some perceptive motherfuckers. Right? I was like, oh, mine's pretty good. Nope, apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's uh, that. Anybody that got a 20 or higher um, sees some almost imperceptibly uh, visible uh, arcane glyphs around the edge of it. There are arcane glyphs around the edge of the door that are almost imperceptible. Oh, what well, if they perceive them? Um, can we dispel them? <laughs> I will cast Dispel Magic on the glyphs. Okay. Uh, the glyphs just kind of uh, kind of just sizzle away and they're gone. Um, question non-related to this. I want to add the chest to our group bag, but it seems that they got rid of just add random things that you type in. On d well, Beyond? 88's not adding it to the group load. He's just carrying it. Oh, yeah. I was just going to write it down that we had it. So that way when we gave it back, we you can just add it to your inventory under. Well, that's under what I'm trying to do. Oh wait. Under, I think you have to add it uh, other possessions. Yeah, you just have to open it. And, um, I think they did that because of the um, container support. Uh, I add other? I don't understand this. Other possessions is just a text box that you can type whatever you want in. I can't open it though. Why can't I open it? Oh, that's weird. You doesn't... just click on it. It doesn't give you the option to edit it. No. Weird. It does you from? Yeah, you don't click on it. <coughs> it pops out at the left. At the left. <coughs> or at no. the right. Let's huh. Try reloading. It's doing it for me when I'm looking at your page. Maybe that's why, because you're doing it. It's open for you. No, I just. I mean, I just started <laughs> I'm just it. Like, <laughs> Anyway, with uh, yeah, the glyphs dispelled, Eddie is going to open the door. All right. So you open the door uh, into a probably unsurprising uh, a large room. Um, uh, and as you get in there, you see uh, kind of a large ledge. Um, in front of you that looks like it has like some like uh, just some like kind of tattered cloth and uh, bedding and stuff. It looks like this is maybe where he sleeps. Uh, and then there's a large pit that goes down farther than you can see. Uh, and then there's another ledge on the opposite side. So can anyone fly sustainably? Um, I don't think I can fly sustainably. Give me just a sec. Gotta read a spell because I don't have the fly spell. I uh, can Krinko turn walks into in a and, bird and fly like a, a giant eagle. Uh, Krinko walks in and he just looks around in the hall. He says, "So this is it. That's where he sleeps." <laughs> you have any? You have any rope ladders back in the thing? He shakes his head now. He says, "I can fly across if you want." No, no, you're not getting out of chains. Does he have wings? Uh, he. You don't see any. How, how are you flying, Krinko? He says, uh, 
I have my ways. Hmm. Um, Run maybe... a beast shape into a giant eagle. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Idiot's going to pick up a rock and cast light on it and drop it down the pit. Nice. Um, it falls past the point where you can see it. <laughs> Brinley, are you going to go down and check it out? Maybe you want to do something smaller? I don't know. How big is it? Is it like giant eagle fall downable? The pit? There was yeah. a dragon down there, so. Yeah, I figure. Well, no, it seemed like the dragon lived up here on the ledge. Oh. But he'd be able to go down into it. If he had treasure down there, he'd be able to go down to there and look at it. Mm-hmm. And- Scrooge McDuck around in it. <laughs> Scrooge McDragon. <laughs> right, are you going to go down? Yeah, if I fit as a giant eagle. I mean, yeah. are, you, are you looking at the map? <laughs> That's a very big... It is pit. pretty big, but <laughs> Sean made me cautious about it. <laughs> All right. So do you, do you dive down? Yes. All right. Uh, yeah, you go down... Uh, several hundred feet uh, and then you keep going uh, and finally um, after a bit you uh, feel um, just this sort of cold water on your talons uh, that seems to be kind of rushing by and can I feel all of the walls around me those four walls of Stone. Um, do you have dark vision as a not as a giant eagle? Well, you hit him an owl. Um, you uh, you kind of fly around, um, but it appears to be much wider down here. Uh, uh, you you would gather um, that it's uh, probably about thirty five feet wide, or no? Uh, what's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's 40. So probably about 60 feet wide. Um, but you don't feel like you get the idea that this is a river, some sort of underground river, because you don't feel uh, you fly kind of with the current and it, you don't feel like a wall. But you do bump into a couple of stalactites. Okay. Is there anywhere to like cling to on the side? Uh you're blind effectively, so um, roll me a perception check with disadvantage. Or, I guess maybe, or, or, yeah, I'll do that. 15. Um, so you scrabble around, you can't see, but you scrabble around with your claws looking for something to purchase on. Uh, and you find like a small outcropping uh, that you're, you kind of test your weight on, uh, but it's very tight and kind of cold and wet and slimy. Okay, I'm going to uneagle and then giant owl, so I have my kitchen. Okay. All right, so you turn into an owl. Uh, you see that you're sitting precariously on a ledge. Uh, you see the rushing water below. You see a couple of stalactites uh, around you. Um, uh, you see that the river extends far beyond your dark vision. Uh, and in fact, with your, what's your dark vision? 60 feet is an owl? Something like that, I'm sure. Giant owl. 120 feet. 
Okay. So you can see the other side. You can see yeah, you just, uh, yeah, the river extends past your site in both directions. Okay. Um, I'll fly back up and land and just kind of start at the. Is there anything else? Can can we walk around the edges? Uh, of this? Can I hop over to the ledge and see if there's any like in areas? Roll me a perception check. Nice. Perception uh, 28. Uh, yeah, you notice uh, on this side of the ledge, when you look up, there is a, um, a little rocky tunnel uh, in the ceiling that's kind of, that would it'd be effectively invisible from the other side, uh, but big enough that you could see like a dragon crawling up in there. <laughs> uh, and, and when you crawl up in there, you see this. Which hopefully did that just pop up for you all? Yes. Mm -hmm. A large metallic vault-like door with a carving of a dragon on it and three locks. Is there a place for like regular people to stand up in there once you get up near the door? Um, not really. It's almost like you'd it was designed for flying folk. I'm going to fly back down to where my friends are and kind of stand on one foot and kind of get my talons out and I clench and then wait for somebody to come to me. Um, can we climb along the edges? No, it's, it's, it's pretty sheer. So you mean you could try, but it'd be an incredibly difficult athletics check with a very... Stark fail, uh, penalty for failure. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that um, Brinley is, uh, it, and you also get the idea that these walls have been made, been carved to be this. This it's not like uh, you get the idea that maybe this this pit isn't natural. Um, so um, I think we'll, we'll walk up to Brinley and and like shake. She's Wait, did Brinley come back up or is she down there? I'm down there by you guys. I want one of you to get into my claw so I can oh, bring I you up and you can look closer at it. Fine. Okay. Wait, you yes. so you flew back up to where we are, aren't you? Yes. Okay. Oh. I thought oh. you were still down there by the vault door. No, so so what happened? No, I went from the vault to where you guys are. And I want one of you to get into my talent so I can carry you up and you can press at it. Oh yeah. How how, how much did an owl, aren't you? It's a giant owl. Giant oh. owl. Um, Would this be the the lightest because no armor? Maybe. How much stuff are you carrying? I don't know. Uh, you're beyond, we'll tell you're, you. car you're carrying thirteen pounds. That's not much. Um, and your oh. weight is undescribed. <laughs> Sounds about right. So yes, you're probably the well, maybe Gwen. Gwen is carrying one hundred and sixty pounds <laughs> <clears throat> of stuff. Which is impressive considering he only weighs 32 pounds. Yeah. Well, how much of that is in his bag of holding? Though? At the moment, none of it because I haven't loaded it, but I, just, uh, I, I had assumed most of it. Um, but yeah, probably that this is the lightest, we'll say. Okay. So I will step into her claws and hang on tightly. I close my claws securely around Nithis 
and I fly back up to where the vault door is. And then I just try to like cover. <laughs> um, is there anywhere for me to cling on to or anything like that? Uh, no, once again, this is, appears to be carved in such a way that there's not footholds. Okay. Um, so this is, um, is there any mechanism to the locks? Uh, you, you kind of gesture for Brindley to hold, hold you closer. Uh, and um, you, you realize that this entire door and the locks are made of adamantium. Okay. Uh, and you cannot find any discernible mechanism for the locks. Uh, no, no keyholes, no buttons or switches. How do I bring that picture back up again? Uh, it should be in your handouts on roll 20. How do you get to mm. handouts? Uh, it's the uh, little newspaper tab. If you, if you open up the sidebar. Okay. <clears throat> All I see is murder bot. <laughs> Oh, Dragon Vault. There it is. Now I have it. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, Brinley, um, take us down just a little bit, like 30 feet down, so we're not in the direct line of this. And I'm going to cast Chain Lightning at those three locks and see if that works. All right. Um, you, uh, you do that. The three locks click open. Yay! <laughs> I flutter back up. Can right I get over. into it? Uh, uh, so you uh, have Nithis hold on to the door and you flap backwards. Uh, and the door surprisingly easily opens up uh, and you see a, a small kind of 20-foot circumference room with... Um, uh, black painted walls uh, and just a single beam of light shining down on a pedestal uh, that has some sort of crystal on it. One crystal? All right. Um, can I roll a perception check? Uh, do you go into the vault? Uh, is it is it walkable? Yeah, there is a floor here. It's a room All with right. a flat floor. Okay. Uh, I, Brindley, don't step on the floor yet. Let's see what happens. And I'll go ahead and jump on the floor and see what happens. All right, you land on the floor with a resounding thud. And that's it? Yep. Uh, the floor appears to be made of like some sort of polished um, onyx. Okay. Um, you know, just these dark polished uh, stones. Uh, the walls also appear to be made with them. Okay. Uh, um. Do you... Uh, uh, Brinley, do you ferry the other two compatriots in here as well? I'll wait to see if Nithis asks me to, because I'm a little hesitant to leave her by herself in this weird area. It's very odd. The only thing in here is a crystal? Yes. Um, as you get closer, you, it looks like a sapphire that has like a white uh, kind of almost heart-shaped crystal embedded inside of it. That's weird. Yeah, go ahead and get the others. I'm not going to touch anything until there's more people to discuss our next move. <laughs> okay, I'll fly down and uh, grab first Gwen, and then if I can lift 88, try to grab 88. Yep. Don't forget the, what's his name? Uh, he oh, yeah, I'll take him. What? 
I'll take 88 up first and then grab onto him and just hold on to him and not let him into the area. Just in case there's any sort of traps you can trigger and he's going to betray us. Yeah. Um, so that's the only thing in this room. Um, can I roll a perception check for that? Uh, sure. All right, so um, uh, you, uh, yeah, so uh, 88, Krinko and Gwen get ferried up there too. Uh, uh, Ali doesn't hold on, Ali keeps a hold on Krinko. Um, uh, and what'd you get in your perception check? 13. It's a very pretty gym. Can anyone see if it's magical? Nothing else in the room at all. Um, uh, you look around and you just see black walls. Um, you cast detect magic. I don't have detect magic. Yeah, does someone? <laughs> I'm guessing there's a lot. Matt, do you have detect magic? Can you hear me, Matt? I'm sorry, I can barely hear you. What were you saying? Oh, do you have detect magic? No. Okay. Uh, I think Brindley does, but we'll see when Amanda gets back from the restroom. Yeah. Um, as Krinko gets pulled in with uh, Allie, he says, oh, the Sapphire Heart. What is the Sapphire Heart? He says, uh, he says, Tamakari talked about it. It's his most prized gem. Okay. Said it was beautiful, and it is, isn't it? Yeah. Any but, idea where the rest of the spoils went? Yeah. I've never been in here, man. I, I like I said, I never got past those other doors. Yeah, but you did see like bunches of stuff going through the doors, or oh yeah, he's carrying all sorts of stuff in here: gold, gems. Yeah. Do you know where Tomakari got the sapphire heart? I don't actually. He had that one when he moved in. Or when, or when we joined him anyway. Yeah. Um, are you guys okay if I touch it just to see what happens? Well aware. Let's wait for, for Bryn to get back and detect magic. I'm happy to grab it for you. Uh, no. I can be I can be your goat. <laughs> we appreciate the eagerness, but ideally we don't want anybody getting zapped while we're around. Oh, you don't want me to die. I appreciate that. That's not true. <laughs> Jeez. Don't make friends with the enemy. I'm making friends. Okay. Uh, people want to know, Brindley, if you can cast the tech magic. Uh, I agree. Uh, I know I technically can. I don't know if I took it. Hmm. What level is it? First level. No, I did not take it. Well, I'm going to go ahead and touch it and see what happens. Oh, maybe Avi knows what uh, knows about the name. Oh, have you used Legend Lore today? Oh, I ha have I? No. I don't think so. Yeah. I will, I will um, ask Enigma about the Sapphire Heart. Um. Enigma says, uh, I have heard nothing about it, but please do keep me informed if it's something worth noting. 
All right, well, wish me luck. He doesn't know anything. So I'm going to touch it. It's a gem. Nothing happens. Okay, cool. I pick it up and rattle it. Oh, you rattle it. No, just... <laughs> 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 no, it's it's a gem. It is a gem. You don't feel any magical energies off of it. You just it's a very, very pretty gem. Mm. Um, if you had to if you had to put like a, a an estimate on how much it's worth, probably a good five thousand gold pieces mm-hmm. to, to the right seller. Can any of you speak with dead? I can, though I do not have that spell prepared currently. I could do it tomorrow. Okay. I mean, the dragon's not likely to give us any information about where his horde is. But. And there's no other way to get out of here. There's nothing on the ceiling. Um, no, it's, the ceiling goes up about 30 feet. Uh, it just up, looks like more black, more black stone. Hmm. Hey, Krinko, is there anything that um, any of the loot that came into this area that was like particularly iconic looking, something unusual? We could try doing locate object. There you go. See if we get a ping. Um, he says, uh, hmm. Like a, you know, a, a statue or jewelry or furniture. He didn't really seem particularly interested in, in art like that. You know, most of it he just gave to us. Uh, if I use my talents on the floor, can I scrape like a picture? <laughs> sure. I just want to try to do like, just kind of like a river. Like a rectangle with some floppiness on it. I think I think you should draw this on roll twenty using the. I will, uh, I will just use mind link to Esperinly what she. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I will draw on the floor now. <laughs> there's there's a um, underground river down there. Um, it's something we can look at once I rest, short rest again, if you want to. So there's an underground river down at the bottom of that that big old hole. Okay. So, I mean, it was going to like fly above it, right? You said there were stalactites and stuff, but could Jagger have made his way through those areas? I mean, it's 60 foot wide, yeah. So, we got this big ass gem. Um. Was there, Trinko, was there anything, you know, like, super ornate weapons or anything that came came into this area? Oh, he says, yeah, we got this really nice scimitar one time. Okay, can you describe it in, in great and luscious detail? It had a handle and a curved blade uh, and the uh, and Tamakari seemed real happy that we got it. Uh, he was cackling about how something like this was very rare to find. Uh, oh! Oh, Krinko, I want you to imagine the the scimitar in your head very clearly, and then I'll use Mind Link. <laughs> I can get an idea of what it looks like. 
you'll mind like the Krinko, which is a great idea. I love it. Never <laughs> gotten me in trouble before. Yeah, and uh, he says, "All right, go ahead, mind link on me." Uh, he says he thinks of the sword, and it's literally in his head just looks like a child's drawing of a scimitar. <laughs> yeah, he's useless. He says, I don't have a really. I don't really. I don't have, I'm not great at remembering things. Clearly. Uh, Bryn, was there a path that one could walk along the river, or would one have to ride down it? I tap twice. That does not answer my question. <laughs> I go once, twice, and then I'm like, look at him. <laughs> and then I go, second, <laughs> twice again. I'm mindling with friendly again. What are you saying? The second one. What was the second one? No, nothing. He'd have to, somebody would have to be like ferried down. Okay. And about how far down was it? Hundreds of feet. How many? Was it hundreds, Tress? Uh, hundreds and, uh, yeah, hundreds and hundreds yeah, of feet. Down. Hundreds and hundreds of feet. Oh, Jesus, that's a long ways. Huh. And how fast was the river flowing? Very. Very. Also, you get the idea, like, when you flew down, this pit was pretty smooth. Like, you get the idea that this entire pit was carved through the stone into this natural underground river cave. Um, I think the pit was a man slash dragon made. It's not meant to be easily traversed. So I'm telling them this as we're going. So... Hundreds and hundreds of feet. That's a really long way. Brinley's the only one who can fly. Out of well, all Krinko, the- Krinko said he could fly. Krinko's not getting untied. No, I mean, if there's, if he has a way of flying, he can give it to one of us. Krinko, can you cast fly? No. How do you? It says I have wings. They're hidden under my armor. That's what I thought. Okay. Um, they're they're a sign of greatness in uh, in, in cobalt society. Those with us with wings. Then why do you hide them under your armor? Because I didn't find armor with wing holes. Oh, um, I'd rather have very uncomfortable. It is <laughs> better uncomfortable than dead, though, right? True. It's <laughs> a fair point. Um, you guys can all decide your spells on the day of. Can any of you cast Featherfall? I cannot. I don't think I can either. I need a look. Because here's what I'm thinking. If one of you can cast Featherfall, we can cast it on the carriage, hop in, and Maybe not. Maybe that's- okay. you're gonna cock the wagon and ford the river. <laughs> <laughs> I think perhaps Bryn and one other person should scout along the river to see if there is a chamber where the treasure is hidden. But she's the only one who can fly. Yes, and she can yeah. carry one other person. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I do not have feather fall. I was thinking if I could feather fall and turn into a big enough animal, I could bring all of us along. Mm-hmm. But I do not have feather fall. 
And if I turn into something that can fly down and then turn into something that can swim, then we're stuck down there until I sort of rest. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll have the sending stones. So if you carry me down there, we can still communicate with you guys <laughs> and let you know what's going on. Mm. Um, do you want to see about what you guys can cobble together of our supplies about making a raft possibly? I mean, there's a whole, <coughs> whole cavern full of stuff we could make a we could make a raft out of probably there were like tables and things to eat. oh yeah yeah there's tables i mean it'd be very easy to construct a raft if you wanted to okay um brinley how much longer do you have in this form <clears throat> i have each of my forms i have let me look uh, hours six hours oh cool we got plenty of time then so yes. do you want to ferry us all back to the ledge and then yes. 88 and Gwen can go ahead and see if they can figure out some way to not drown. And then you and I can go down and see what we can find. <laughs> yes, I'll bring everyone else down, not stairs, <clears throat> and then grab a hold of Nithis and fly all the way down into the the river area. Cool. <clears throat> and I have dark vision out to a fucking lot. <laughs> um, I guess it's only 120 feet now. So it's the same as you both have, would have the same dark vision. So you two are going to go down and investigate the river? Yes. Did we ever, when we were, um, when, when we captured him, did we ever disarm him? Yeah, we disarmed. He, he, he dropped his weapons. We... Like search him and stuff. I don't, none of you ever said you were searching him. No, we just tied him up. Okay. Well, now we can search him. Yeah, you're yeah. a of a kobold. All right, are you? I, I missed it. I was just checking something else. Uh, did you carry the, everybody else down to the back yeah. to the ledge? Okay, so yeah. All right, so you uh, you have uh, you search um, you search Krinko. Roll me a perception check. Those of you that are searching him. I'm assuming not you, Nithis, or you, friendly, because you're... Ooh, I got a 19. Um, uh, so he actually has... You know, he, he's got, like, uh, under his armor, he does have wings. Uh, he's got um, some, like, kind of jerky t stashed away in there, like, just inside, like, the armor, like some road jerky. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then you find uh, in his loincloth uh, a small sack with some coins in it. Why the fuck were you in his... Well, John, I, why were you in his loincloth? <laughs> you, so, you, you notice something weird in his loincloth and you have some metal <laughs> bulge. Is, and, that, um, is that a coin voucher you just have me to see? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and when you pull it out, he says, ah, ah nuts. I was hoping you wouldn't notice that. Very well, one's very familiar with cobalt anatomy. <laughs> Sean is squicked out, but I will I will hold on to it and I will just tell him I don't know what are we doing with this guy. He's you said you were going to turn him into the authorities last time. Yeah, he's going straight to jail. Okay. So, how much is in the coin? Is in the <laughs> how much is in his coin per pouch? <laughs> uh, two, two, two gold worth. <laughs> okay. Mostly in smaller currency, though. 
I will. Um, how do you spell his name? K-R-E-N-K-O. K-R-E-N-K-O. Um, I think I'll just stick it in my pocket and we'll turn it in along with him when he when he goes to jail. All right. Assuming I remember. 88, <laughs> are you doing anything while this is happening? No. It's hanging out in the ledge. Just <clears throat> watching. All right. So meanwhile, whoosh, down into the pit, kind of like the beginning of the two towers. We descend into the pit <laughs> to see uh, to see uh, you all flying down. Um, uh, you swoop around in there. Roll me a uh, perception check to both of you. Oh, I roll horrible. 24. 10. All right. Uh, you search around for the maximum time allowable with Brindley's spell, um, but you don't see any signs of like a secret passage or a vault or anything like that. So it's either very well hidden or not within the range that you can find today. So just before we head back up, mm -hmm. um, um, firebolt. That is a bolt of fire, or is it just a moat of fire? That's a bolt of fire. The moat of fire is the fireball before it explodes. So it's like it's like a little Hadouken. So if I pointed that straight down um, into the um, into the water, could I see how far it goes? Because uh, it would be. Difficult because the water is rushing so hard. Uh -huh. um, uh, so you do it, and it's hard to gauge exactly, but you get the idea that the water is deep. Okay. It's not like a shallow glacier river or something like that. Okay. Hmm. All right. And so we flew as far as we could with what time she had. Yeah. Mm hmm. So essentially, we we flew for three hours, basically, mm -hmm. in one direction. Or I'm assuming, yeah. I mean, obviously, hour and a half there, hour and a half back. But yeah. well, we had we had six, right? We had some time beforehand when I was looking around. <clears throat> so yeah, so if it takes six hours, yeah, you you spend six hours and you don't find anything. Huh. All right. Though your shoulders are getting sore for for sure. <laughs> Um, okay, well, I guess we head back up then. Mm -hmm. All right, back up top. Uh, so searching Krinko took like five minutes. How do you all pass the time for the next six hours? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> That's not enough time for a full rest, right? Nope. Okay, so do you want to just try to build a raft? I would uh, say like by an hour and a half in, because we're going to keep in constant contact. By an hour and a half in, I'd be like, so it's still just a river and we're flying and it's been an hour and a half. Oh yeah, you guys got sending stones. Yeah. So I would say maybe go ahead and just start your rest. <laughs> okay. Uh, Nithis, you're in a tunnel. It's, unfortunately, it's hard to... <laughs> <laughs> this is magic, not the real world. <laughs> All right. No, you, you are able to coordinate and start your rest. Um, Krenko asks if y'all want to play some cards. Sure, why not? All right. 
so he plays a, a, a game of multiple games of scat with you all. Scat. It's a card game. S K A T. Okay. It's a three player trick taking card game. Well, it's from Germany and it's actually played with a deck that looks like this. No. Oh. <laughs> so it was top of mind. Yeah. I mean, I literally looked at the deck. I was like, oh, yeah, that scat deck. That actually seems like a game Kobolds would play. <laughs> and it's three players, so which is rare for card games. Um, unfortunately, there, there's no gambling because he has nothing to gamble with. So, <laughs> uh, um, uh, when it comes for when you guys start to get hungry, he he uh, he's like, "Do you want me to make you some rice, sir?" I mean, sure, eighty-eight doesn't really eat, so you know, I guess whatever you got. All right, he makes some rice for you. It's pretty plain. It's not very good. Nice. Oh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. And then uh, after the six hours, Brindley and uh, Nithis arrive back. Empty handed. Wow, it's mental, I guess. What's that? I said that's not a judgmental. <laughs> it's, not, it's not judgmental. <laughs> but I guess you don't want to write back. Empty-handed Brindley. If you did, that'd be real bad for Nith. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fair point. We land and I turn back into myself. Oh crap, where'd I put her? I just <laughs> I, was, I, I was looking for the cavern and I just kind of forgot that I was holding her. <laughs> so are we gonna do a long rest? Yeah, well, we went down one way and we did not find anything. There's another way, but who knows if that'd be any better? Mm-hmm. Well, and if we rest, I can get um, detect magic, and we can cast that up in the in the little um, bolt oh. room and see if there's anything magical up there. Yeah. We could also check for secret doors, which we didn't do. Yeah, throughout the rest of the cobalt, or throughout the rest of the board. Well, end up in the vault room. I don't think we did. Did we check up there? I asked like three times. Oh. And- I got nothing. I didn't hear yes to check. All I heard was you had checking in the crystal. I didn't hear anything about checking the walls or anything like that. Or the... Yeah, that's, I, I guess I just didn't make myself clear. Um, sorry about that. <clears throat> I guess we'll just do that tomorrow. All right, so you all rest. Um, take a long needed rest after a long day of slaying dragons flying around underground rivers. Uh, uh, you Go ahead and hit that long rest button. Uh, it's now the 28th of Calamity. It's a week's end. Just looking at spells. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That always takes so much. Oh, yeah. And, you, and, and, and I think you also, when you did, didn't you just get a 13 on your roll when you did the perception check too? Maybe. I don't know. I, I, I think, yeah, I think that was. Also, part of it is you got a really low roll. Yeah. I have not been rolling well at all, except to, for to intimidate the already scared kobold. Yeah, <laughs> you scared the shit out of him. Um, you guys are doing spells. I'm gonna be. Our... Oh, all right. Uh, let's take a quick bio break, and we'll be back with hey, more, more D and D. Be back in five. All right. It is now the 28th of calamity. It is week's end.
Uh, you all wake up from a slightly uncomfortable rest here on this ledge. Oh, no, you have hammocks. You all slept in, those of you that slept, slept in hammocks. Uh, obviously, the 88 sized hammocks. Well, no, there's humans and there, there is a motley crew. I'm pretty okay. short. Um, so you, you find some appropriately sized hammocks for your body type and rest. Um, you gotta say, they're not terribly uncomfortable. Uh, in the morning, as Krinko's making breakfast, he's like, see, it's not so bad, right? You get, you know, you can live down here in these caves and, you know, hang out with your friends and sleep in hammocks and <laughs> eat food and rob people. I, you know, if that was a thing you're into. Not so much on the robbing people, but. Uh, you all seem very upstanding. Do you miss your friends, Krinko? He stops for a second. His face kind of going slack. He's like, yeah, I miss them a lot, but you all killed them, so they're Yeah, dead. do you wish that you had, you know, given in at the beginning so we didn't end up killing all of your friends? Yes, mistakes were made. Okay, I'm just, you know, making sure that you know where most of the blame lies. <laughs> ah! Yeah, Krenko gets it, all right. <laughs> okay. I am sorry for your loss. Thanks. Well, at least I'll get to live and think about them from jail. I'm assuming. Oh yeah, you're that is very likely. Yeah. No chance he'll just set me free in the wild, slap on the ass, and uh, don't do it again. I don't know if you maybe prove yourself really, really well. No. You're going to jail. No. What's now? There's no chance of that. No. But, you know, if you if you're really really good and work really hard, I don't know you where you get that slap on the ass. I was going to end that sentence, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, don't kill Amanda. <laughs> Surprise jokes. <laughs> um, no, but if you're if you're if you work really hard and are very helpful, um, you'll you know, live a, to see a jail cell. What? I said you'll live to see a jail cell. Yeah. And and have we decided if we're going to turn him in and take him all the way to the city or just give him to the villagers? Um, I think it'd probably be more merciful to take him to the city. Uh, you uh, drop. You didn't see a jail in that village. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to feed him. At all, <laughs> they're gonna stone him to death or something. I don't know. You don't know. You don't know what their justice system is like. I mean, if I'd spent four years being terrorized by a dragon and its slaves, wouldn't be very kind about it. I mean, technically, we we're volunteer recruits. We weren't owned by the dragon. Hmm. I don't know if that's better or worse, but just worse. a, point of, worse. a point, point of clarification. <laughs> Worse, maybe don't mention it again. Point for me, dude. Oh, I appreciate your honesty. Mm -hmm. Um, so about how long do you think it would take me to walk this this whole cavern? What whole cavern? Um, the whole, this I mean, the whole little area where they were all living. Oh, um, oh, <laughs> a couple hours, maybe less, probably less. Okay. I mean, if you're doing a real thorough search. 
Well, I was just going to walk around with detect magic on. And uh, I don't know, what, what would that be? A brisk, a brisk jog through the place? It's not that big. No, yeah. I'm sorry. If you're just if you're just walking through it with the tech magic on just a few minutes. Okay. okay. Um, you did not detect any magical energies emanating from anywhere in this cavern. Okay. Do we wish to give the vault a more thorough examination before we leave? Yes. And I'd like to try it with detect magic on too. Um, um, I was thinking I can summon an elemental, so if I summon a water elemental and send it down into the river to look around. <laughs> or not, <laughs> maybe that's a stupid idea. It's a great, it's a, I love it. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> I might have to invent something in that river for him to find. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, since we're obviously going to get something because it was such a great idea, I think I should do it. <laughs> When we get there, I'm going to summon a water elemental and send them down into the river before I fly these guys back up. Okay. And give him directions to look. Search for stuff. See how deep it is. Go the opposite direction that we went yesterday. See if he sees anything. See where it comes out. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah. How long? When, when are the. Water elemental just nods uh, and then and you drop him into the river. <laughs> the water <laughs> elemental just nods. Somehow it seems tired. <laughs> <laughs> and then I turn into a giant owl and then I start flying everyone up. Uh, hey, Krinko. Yeah. How did the dragon get into the cave? What do you mean? I mean, how did he enter into the cave? Through the front door. So all the, the doors leading up to the dragon door, they're all big enough. All the tunnels are big enough for a dragon to walk through. Um, uh, there's some that you'd have to like squeeze through. But well, you could, the main house are good. But you could... You could it, yeah, there's a there's a, a little choke point, but uh, I definitely intended the dragon to be able to move through these caves. I think I may have missed a spot, but <laughs> on my little map here that I did. But okay, so it's not unreasonable to expect the dragon to have walked in and out of there. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking maybe there's a different exit type thing. That's why the dragon always just kind of turns sideways and said, "Oh, I'm behind you." <laughs> Midwestern dragon. <laughs> oh. Oh, don't mind me. No, when I get up to the um, vault, I'll I'll cast detect magic again. All right, running. You, you detect nothing magical in this oh. thirty foot diameter room. Searching around for hidden doors. Yeah, I will search the pedestal for secret sigils. Is that investigation? Um, perception. Perception. 29 to find hidden doors. Five. I ain't found shit. If you still have detect magic up, I'll hold up the sapphire. Check that out, too. It's not It's not magical. Okay. 29. 15 <laughs> plus 11. Noise. 
<laughs> you find a secret drawer that Dragon didn't know about. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, know shit, every... there wasn't one, but that was a really good. No, one. no, I'm just. Yeah, I guess that would be good enough. <laughs> oh damn. Um. The cavern was designed by a gnome named. <laughs> you notice in the ceiling that there is a spot in the center that is not reflecting any sort of luminosity. Wow, that would have been hard to find. <laughs> it's a black painted room, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, is it like a hole or a gap or? You, it's that's literally like you can't make it out from where you are. It's forty feet up. Oh, it's forty feet up. Yeah, uh, Bryn, would you mind flying me up to the ceiling, please? I pick him up and I flutter up. As we get so closer, I now flutter. Um, as, closer, would it be fine? Uh, as you um, get up there, uh, yeah. So basically, you know, the everything in here is made of this land. I feel like polished uh, onyx. Uh, and then there is a just in the dead center. There's just this little six foot hole in the ceiling. It's just pitch black and blends in with the rest of it. Six foot or six inch? Six foot. Well, can you climb up there? Is there anything to? Is it a smooth like tunnel going up? Uh, literally, it's, it's it's you can't even see inside of it. It's... Uh, hmm. You get close enough, like do you stick your hand in it or something? Or well, I'm just wondering about the logistics of this. If if Bryn is like carrying me in her talons. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't be able to reach up past her into the hole. She'd have to flip over. <laughs> yeah. oh, that sounds like a terrible idea. How strong are my owl abs? <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Um, I'm just going to Google kind of owl fly upside down. And then, no, <laughs> the answer is no. no um, let's go back down, Brett. I take them back down. There is a hole in the ceiling roughly six feet in diameter. I could not see anything past it. Can you cast light? Of course. Um, I, I will cast light on a rock and throw it up into the hole. 40 feet? Well, I you have your rock. Feet. I, I was thinking, what if you. What <laughs> it's if a rock and my strength is 21. So. Okay, you do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, interestingly, uh, you throw it up there, and when the light hits the hole, it disappears. Mm. Does the rock come back down? It does not. Do you want to throw me? Um, do you want to throw? Wait, wait, before we start throwing each other, <laughs> do you want to fly me up there and I can? Because I do. If I your detect have... magic spell is still active, that is probably a good idea. Yeah, we can see uh, if magic. You fly up there. You do, do not. You do, you do not detect any magic near the hole. Really? <gasps> I let everyone know that. Hey, owl shrug. <laughs> um, could I? So I can cast Tasha's of the Wolf of the Guys, but it only lasts a minute. Would it take me longer than a minute to fly up there? 
It's 40, 40 feet. feet. You can move there in six seconds. Okay. And then I am not very strong. Could I carry anyone else with me? What's your strength? Not 11. <laughs> um, 11 times 15. 165. 165. Uh, you could carry Krinko. Or probably me. You could also fly. When you're carrying 180 pounds of gear, 160 pounds of gear alone. <laughs> yeah. Um. You move all that crap to my. Well, I can go ahead and just fly up there and see what I see. All right. Um, before you do, uh-huh. may I tie a rope around you? That'd be great. I'll tie a rope around with this. It's 50 okay. feet long. <laughs> Actually, let's go ahead and, because, I mean, we all have rope, right? Let's go ahead and tie a couple pieces of rope together so we've got at least 150 feet. How many, how many feet can I move in a minute? What's your speed? What's your fly, fly speed? Fly speed is uh, 30, I think. So 300 feet? No, flying speed of 40. Oh, so no, it'd be 80 times. So dashed. Eight, yeah. yeah, 800 feet. Okay, surely it's not going to be 800 feet. And we definitely don't have that much rope. Um, I assume, right? We don't mm-hmm. have that much rope. So let's just tie like three of our ropes. Like, can we get like 150 feet of rope all together? Probably. Mm-hmm. I only have one rope. We would need two more. I'm just assuming that in the Dungeoneers pack that I took it initially. Yeah, I think everybody has a 50 foot rope on them. Okay. So tie all those together. And then I am going to, with my hands above my head, fly pretty quickly up. Above me, so I don't bash my head into a ceiling, and see what I find. Okay, um, you uh, you fly up. Your hand goes through the holes if it's not there, uh, and then interestingly, as soon as you get like halfway through the hole, uh, gravity starts working the other way, and you sort of slam into the the ground, which is this, now the ceiling, but it's now the ground to you. Well, hang on a second. For one thing, she's flying. Right. So she's not going to fall. All right, it's not going to be any damage, but it's just sort of a, a flavorful impact of okay. you're, you're flying against gravity and suddenly you're flying with gravity. You know, so. Okay, guys. So, uh, but you find yourself uh, in this 10 foot deep pit, uh, six feet wide, that is just <laughs> filled, <laughs> filled with gold and platinum and gems. And you see some other things in here. Okay. Uh, and you are now upside down on the what you thought was the ceiling is now the floor. And just in this pile of wealth. Chris, this is brilliant. <laughs> I was pretty pleased with myself when I came up with it. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I'll get out my sending stone and be like, so this was real fucking weird. It doesn't work. Oh, shit. So the ceiling, there is a ceiling? Yeah, it's just a black ceiling. Can I get a grip on the hole? You can fly. Oh, duh, of course. Well, because I only have a minute, so I've got to do this quickly. So you fly back out of the hole and you are, you compensate this time and you are back in the, uh, back into the, 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 the room with everybody else. Okay. Um, so that worked. So I'll go back in again. Mm-hmm. Is there anywhere to tie something off? It's really smooth room again, isn't it? Uh, there's no, it's in, it's just, it's, it's like a, uh, well, it's a pocket dimension. So there's no, it's just, you're just in this sort of, 
yeah, there's not really anything to tie anything onto. You know what would be really helpful at this point? An immovable rod. <laughs> <laughs> Once. <laughs> Once. <laughs> um so i'll go back out and i'll say hey it's really fucking weird um i will hold the rope and i think i can hold it tightly enough that um i don't know if i can like can i hold the rope tightly enough so one of them can climb up it what 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 did you be on the hole all the gold all everything we want is here (laughs) is it just another cavern it's no it's upside down it i flipped it flopped it's really weird would i know that it was a pocket dimension Roll me an arcana check. Okay. Is it a portable hall? <laughs> it's a portable. How do we take it? I must be portable hall. So I could just could I fly out and grab the edge of it and just if, see it, it? if you if you knew that it was a portable hole, yeah. I rolled a fucking four. <laughs> uh, so I stick my head out. I'm like, it's really weird. You go in there and you're upside down and the ceiling is now the floor. It's really fucking weird, but all the gold is there. There's nothing to tie a rope to, so I'm not sure how to get somebody else up here. Can I do an arcana check? Sure. Anybody else that's heard this description? I rolled an 18 arcana. I don't know if based on that description I figure it out or not. I also rolled 18. Uh, I'd say there. you've seen enough in shops that, uh, yeah, you know what this is. Okay, so you guys tell me what to do. That may be a portable hole. What? It, what is that? If you come out, we can try to close it up and take it with us. Okay, so I come all the way out. Try to um, grab the edge of the hole and fold it in on itself. You pull and the hole pulls and you fold it over and you fold it into just sort of this black handkerchief. Yay! <laughs> Oh, oh. Huh? Bad? What? Is that an 88 smile or a math smile? That, this is a math <laughs> being like, should I mention something or shouldn't I? Because <laughs> fairness versus same team. Fairness. Uh, always fairness. Does Nithis have a bag of holding on her? Don't put it in your bag of holding. It's just you went in the, uh, the portable hole. Oh. Oh. Oh my god. Yeah. Are we oh. all dead? No, you're not dead. Give me a moment. <laughs> Just gotta remember. Oh my god! To consider ramifications. Am I dead? No, you won't be dead. You'll be spread across. <laughs> Things might like... go very poorly. <laughs> <laughs> or, or Avi might have said, Stop right fucking now. (laughs) Wow. I didn't even. Yeah. um... (laughs) Oopsie. So rewind a little bit. Uh, (laughs) You you fly into that hole. Oh, no. um, And I. Um, okay, okay. Uh, oh no, there you guys see her fly Stop! up into the hole, and there is just an explosion 
of, uh, and you just see um, uh, just this uh, kind of terrible sort of gate in the ceiling made of energy uh, and Nithis just sucked right into it. Uh, and then there is a shower of gold and items on all of you. Uh, well, I'm holding the rope attached to Nithis. Uh, <laughs> it just falls severed. Does Nithis fall? Uh, no, Nithis is gone. Um, also, Nithis, what did you have in your bag of holding? Everything? Uh, all of Nithis's <laughs> stuff just falls to the ground. Oh, no. Oh, we did a whoopsie, guys. I dropped my owl form and cast fine person. <laughs> um, you cannot find her. She's not anywhere near you. Can we scry on her? Want to try scrying on her? Uh, I, don't, I did not take scry today. I looked uh, for her sending stone amidst the rubble. Um, that I don't think she kept in her bag, probably. I would she assume. She had it in a handy dandy uh, cell phone holster. <laughs> <laughs> I would assume. You're... And I've still got my blood well vial because I wear that as a necklace. Yeah, anything you're wearing. Uh, I'd say you probably have, I mean, like, I mean, yeah, I would say you probably have a pouch for your sending stone so you don't have to reach in there and take an action to pull it out. Uh, um, I will try sending stoning her. Uh, you, you see her sending stone on the ground, or ground, or no, it's, no, the sending stone does not work. Sorry. Okay. But I've still got it with me. Where yes, you, you still have it with you. Yep. You still have your scimitar, your sending stone. Um, I really didn't have that much stuff, actually. Yeah, the, the, you do. You do see the. Uh, only had thirteen pounds of stuff. You do see a a uh, a little carriage, a toy sized carriage on the ground. Thank goodness we didn't lose the fucking carriage. I put uh, it in my bag. Uh, and Crinkle's like, "Holy shit, this is a lot of gold." You realize Nithis just died. Crinkle, like it's not the time. <laughs> just died like a video game character. <laughs> and all the stuff fell out. All the rings from Sonic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what do you all uh, we'll get back to you Nithis you're not dead so that's the good news uh, but uh, everyone else what, what do you do so you, you she's just gone look at my spells right now so I'm thinking about any, it 88 do you have any idea what happened I know Gwen, I know Gwen doesn't so a dirty 20 arcana check do I have any idea what just happened yeah you you wish you would have recognized it was a portable hole. It's strange that it didn't emanate magic um, when when Gwen looked at it, but if you put a bag of holding inside of a portable hole, it explodes. I I fear that that was a entrance to an extra dimensional space, and Nithis's bag of holding triggered a chain reaction that caused her to be blown to the astral plane. <laughs> Okay. So that's so we should go find her. <laughs> Very much so. Shall we gather up all of this stuff before? I do not know money. how to get to the astral plane or find her. Hey. Yeah. Also, do not. <laughs> she was really into this money, though, so we should take a second. No, 
take the money. <laughs> we'll, we'll take and then the maybe that, that library that you went to 88, maybe they have somebody there can give us an idea. That is an excellent I- suggestion, right. Bryn. Thank you. But how the fuck are you guys going to get anywhere without my teleportation? <laughs> You're so we have a transport carriage. fire plants. Oh, we have trans- transport fire yeah. yeah. Oh, good, 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 good. Oh my god. I took it today just in case we needed it. Just like I took fires just in case we needed it. So we will collect all of the money and Nithis's belongings. All right. So there are some there are some interesting things in there. Nithis, just keep your belongings on your character sheet. I'm sure you'll get them back yeah. soon. Um, someday. <laughs> soon. Uh so um uh so um let me give you the gold first Um, are we just putting this all in party funds sure friendly are you holding the do you have the party bag okay Uh, they're twenty thousand gold pieces uh two thousand platinum pieces uh and then seven one thousand gold piece piece sapphires You also see um, just some like mundane bits and bobs, nothing that seems valuable or worth mentioning. A couple of weapons that are kind of chipped and rusted. Uh, but you do see a, <laughs> this one is the first you notice because it landed with a very large thunk, uh, an at- a set of adamantine plate mail. Uh, you also see a very nice looking scimitar that kind of resembles what Krinko is trying to decide, uh, describe. Um, and you also see a staff that's crackling slight, uh, mildly with energy. <laughs> Look at the staff. I can identify these magical objects when we have a moment. Okay. You wanna, can you identify the plate mail? Because that might help you out a lot. That appears to be adamantine plate mail. All right. Um, the scimitar is a scimitar of speed. It is a plus two weapon that lets you um, attack with it a second, uh, which gives you a bonus attack with it. Um, though I just am now realizing I don't know that that will actually help when. Oh, no, it, it will. Attack. It will. Yeah, that's right. You're not dual wielding. It says a bonus action. So, as a bonus action, you can make a, a second attack, an, an additional attack with it. Uh, oh, okay. Mind if um, I keep that one? <laughs> it's also a finesse weapon. Uh, and then the other one that you find, the crackling staff, is a staff of thunder and lightning. Ooh. Um, if the, uh, oh, I love the new background, Caitlin. If the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> very nice. If, if the, the hole hadn't, um, exploded, you would have noticed that it had been displayed prominently as if it was the jewel of the collection uh, inside the... Um, all right. So it takes you... Uh, it takes like an hour to get all this stuff into your various bags and whatnot. It's a lot of stuff. But we know that it's what a lot of sleep it's what Nithis would have wanted. It, it is what Nithis would have wanted. We had all that shit. Um... So, what do you do now? Well, I guess we hoof it back to the village as quickly as possible, let them know that um, the dragon threat is settled, and then back to Hokkaido. All right, yeah, you're able to get back to the village by the end of the day. 
Um, when you arrive, they've put up a huge welcome banner and have a feast set up in your honor. And there's a lot of cheering and celebrating as you all walk in. <laughs> Do we? All right, and flight to stay at least a little bit. We should really be going. Yeah, I think we make some. I'm just thinking that they didn't have enough food to give to these people, and then they just made all this food for us. Oh, plus you guys were going to give them the chest of. Um, yeah, 88's returning the chests that had all the copper and silver and the little art pieces and whatnot. And I'll give them Krenko's coin pouches, partial restitution for the damage he personally did. Uh, they hold it and they, get, they kind of hold it away from their nose. Ew, does it <clears throat> smell like cobalt? <laughs> Doesn't smell good. Did they say how many... Um, how long this ba- the, these bandits had been stealing from them? For about four or five years, yeah. Okay. And they didn't give us an estimated value of like how much those harvests were About worth. 100 gold pieces a, a, a cycle. How many cycles a year? So four, so... Every three months? So they've, they've been robbed from 18 times. <laughs> All right. So we should, we should give them like 2,000 gold. That sounds good. I'm not there to have an opinion on this. Uh, the 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 already joyous mood gets uh, ecstatically celebratory. Um, uh, only the leader um, uh, of the of the tribe, Kira, comes up to you and she says, "Where is there was four of you? Was there not? There was a small accident. You don't happen to have like a quick path to the actual life, you?" Uh, she says, that is beyond my capabilities. I'm sorry. <laughs> beyond just go to Hokkaido, you know anyone that might be able to help? She says, um, you should uh, check with the priest at my Shiha, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> she is a, a close friend of mine. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be a little ticked with us. Uh, what was your name? Hey, again? no, we did really good for them. My name is Kira. Kira, thank you. She she holds up her Mashiha holy symbol. Oh, yes, we will talk with priest. Sick of us. She said. Aside from that, she says you might also try the library. That was my idea. It's pretty cool <laughs> library. Yeah. Friendly, can you transport us back to Hokkaido this evening? Yes, I can. I was also thinking, uh, do each of us want to take like a thousand gold out of that packet just for our own wallets? Sure. Yeah, considering I have 17 copper. Yeah, I have eight. Yeah, I have like no money. <laughs> sure. Oh, gosh. No, stop. Well, I had 17 gold. I didn't know if that's something that Gwen would have anxiety about, but Sean does. <laughs> Only have it 17 bucks in his pocket. His fantasy pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so y'all head back to Hokkaido. Um, I make uh, us a little walkway through a tree. Uh, it's getting, it's, the sun is starting to set, it's getting dark. Um, where do you go? We should drop Great off Franco with the guards first. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Before we forget he exists. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Don't worry, I'll remind you. Clarissa <laughs> never did. Yeah. <laughs> she did constantly. It didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we find the nearest guard guardhouse. Turn them in. Um, they, they say, ah, oh, one of the one of the dragon bandits. Well, yeah, the rest of them have a dragon or a dead. Do we get any sort of money for that? Well, you killed the dragon? Yeah, I pulled you, out you, some you, you dragon killed, bits. <laughs> he says, you killed uh, uh, Tamakari, the bandit lord? Yes. yes. We have several pieces of them, if you would like to see. Oh, we have some dragon flesh. <laughs> I forget, did you guys take the head or no? No, right? No. I think so. Just pizza. Uh, they, they say, uh, well, holy shit. Uh, I say, well, uh, they go in and they bring you a, a sack. They say, uh, there's been a thousand gold piece bounty on them for years. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Glad to be of service. How much was my bounty? Look, it's going to cost us money to like rehabilitate your ass. So just shut up and get in the cell. <laughs> <laughs> He's been a very good prisoner. Krinko, if you get out of jail and you decide you want to mend your ways, try to find someone from Dragon Shadow. So that's, where I, that's where I was born. That's where I came from. Really? Yeah. Well, that's surprising. He says, are you from there? Yeah. Yeah. I'm oh, gonna... holy shit. No, small world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. If I hadn't been distracted by DoorDash, I might have asked questions. <laughs> then again, I might not have. Because I am bad. Well, I says, yeah, I'm from the uh, from the Blesser Clan. <laughs> How did you end up taking advantage of people? I'm very disappointed in you, Krenko. He says, let me guess, you're in the Archer Clan. That sounds like an Archer thing to say. Why does Gwen think that <laughs> of all the Dragon Shadow shit don't stay? That's my <laughs> Uh, I mean, to well, be fair, of all the people that we've dealt with for more than like two hours, he's the only good one. So, no, all, the, all of his family, all of his family. We haven't nice. dealt with them for really more than. Oh, I guess we were there for half no, the day, right? Yeah. The whole evening, they were very yeah, good people. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he says, "Well, I'm in my ways. You'll see me again, I'm sure." Fifty sessions. <laughs> <laughs> right. Old Crinkle will be making a comeback. <laughs> All right, they slam him. On, they slam him. The door shut on him, and that's uh, uh, so a wrap on Krinko. Shall we visit the temple of the library first? It is also late. If either of you would like to rest, um, let's Maybe go with you to the library, and then we'll rest afterwards. All right, eighty-eight goes to the library. <laughs> All right, so let's see. Just have to pull up my notes in the lab. I was not expecting you to go to the library today, so just give me a moment to refresh myself. So uh, many things you weren't expecting happened, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Did you expect one of us to blow themselves across the, across the dimen extra dimension? No, because he was as surprised as we were. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about it. Um. 
All right. So, um, Eric's, is that correct? The master scribe that it worked with you last time? Um, possibly. I did not. Oh, yes, Eric's. Yes. Okay. All right. So, you, you, uh, Friendly left behind her elemental. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> uh, he comes, yeah, smash cut to. The elemental comes crawling out of the hole with this uh, solid gold fertility idol. And he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We were spending a long time like cleaning up all the gold. So maybe. And then he just, he disappears back to where he came from. And the fertility idol falls back into the river. <laughs> um. <laughs> oddly, oddly, it, it drifts slowly down. As a as a quest thread should. <laughs> all right, so um, you all go to the library uh, once again. If I just to remind you, it's a huge underground, uh, mostly underground uh, library with these grand, uh, grand chandeliers and these like fly these huge bookshelves with flying books that are flying all around the place, um, and uh, one of the uh, kind of acolytes uh, at the door welcomes you and says, "What can I do for you?" Uh, we require assistance in learning about the astral plane and how to reach it. All right. Do you want me to find a specialist or do you have a scribe you prefer to work with? Uh, Master Eric's, if he is available. Yes, I believe he is conveniently available. One moment. <laughs> <laughs> Was it like 10 gold, 20 gold, something like that for a master scribe? Uh, yeah, and then they negotiated on the uh, on the job itself. Um, oh, right, right. <clears throat> all right, so um, you all are led down to um, Master Eric's uh, alcove. You've been there before. Uh, and he welcomes you back in and says, ah, oh, you must be, um, you must be the one that died. The, the one that, the one that oh. came back as uh, with, uh, mm -hmm. the, with the hag heritage. Oh, uh, Yes, I am. Oh, I was I was nodding. <laughs> he, he he also died, but he is not as interesting. I, I died later. <laughs> I says, "Oh wow, two two of the resurrected among me." Well, that's quite the honor. Um, so, uh, I'm assuming it's is it more questions about your history or something new that brings you here today, uh, eighty eight. This is a new matter. One of our friends uh, accidentally entered a uh, portable hole with her bag of holding and is lost in the astral plane, and we need the means of finding her. And retrieving her, hopefully. And retrieving her. Oh, you are in quite a pickle. Uh, the good news is, I don't think you're completely fucked. <laughs> that is good. Um. Let's see. It says the uh, easiest way to get to the astral plane is well, there's, a, there's a powerful spell of, on a scale of one to nine, about seven, uh, called Plane Shift that will, will take you there. Um, I'm trying to remember if there's any other spells that can take you to the astral plane. <laughs> uh, astral projection, he says, that's only um, doable by the most powerful of wizards, those that have fully mastered the arcane arts. Uh, it's a ninth level spell. Uh, he says, I, he says, um, 
He says, as for finding them, you know, the hardest part will be getting there. Once you're there, if you have any sort of tracking spell or scrying spell or you know, things like that should work if you're on the same plane of existence. Um, he says, uh, let me think about this for a moment. He says, anything else you can tell me about the accident? Anything at all that would eat up some time while I search for things? Um, uh, maybe it will describe it. He'll also mention the black, uh, the black hole. The portable hole didn't register as magical when Gwyn tried to use detect magic. That means anything. Uh, he says, um, "Well, that can be uh, that can be accomplished through a uh, uh, you know any sort of you know uh, illusionary chicanery." He says, "There's a a, a false aura spell that many illusionists learn that can make a magical item appear non-magical and a non-magical item look magical, what have you." Uh, mm -hmm. Of course, that. It has to be cast many times over the course of time to become permanent, but it sounds like that may be what happened in this case. He says, uh, he says uh, let me look at some books. And he says, uh, how about uh, 10 gold pieces for the hour? Because this interests me. Mm. Right. I give him 10 gold. So you don't want me to give him a party hack? Nope. I paid him. Okay. Is there any way that we might be able to reach out to our friend and just kind of let her know we're looking? I can attempt to send to her. I don't know why I didn't think of this before. <laughs> Does sending work through multiple planes? Uh, there is a 5% chance that the message does not arrive, but otherwise, yes. Okay. Um, what would you like to send? Um, Nithis, this is 88. Are you all right? We are trying to find a way to reach you. Please respond. All right. Got two. Nithis, you're still alive. What? Uh, <laughs> uh, you find yourself, uh, so there's this kind of bright flash of light, uh, and you're pretty sure that, um, you're not sure what happened, but you're pretty sure your number had been punched. Um, uh, but you uh, open, open your eyes and you find yourself drifting in this sort of endless silver sea. You see sort of soft gray clouds moving slowly in the distance. Uh, um, you look down and you just see nothing but sky. Um, uh, so you breathe in. It's not air that you're breathing. It's something a little sweeter and more solid than, than air, but it doesn't feel bad. Okay. Um, uh, you see uh, nearby just some chunks of rock drifting aimlessly around. Hmm. Um, what do you do? Enigma? Hello? You are unable to communicate with Enigma. Motherfucker! 
The last time this happened, all I had to do was break the rules. So... (laughs) (laughs) Um... I mean, there's... I will... I, I don't think it's going to work. I will cast teleportation circle thinking of my teleportation circle at home. I saw uh, it. does the, it, you, you trace it out and just in the sky uh, and nothing happens. Yeah. That's what I figured. Um, can I swim? Like, <laughs> Is there anything for me to do nearby? Anything that I can get to? Can I move on my own at all? Um, you, you try moving your legs uh, and nothing happens. You try flapping your arms to swim, nothing happens. I'll just uh, ask Burning Hands to see if I have any magic at all. You do, yeah. Okay. Um, but as you think about moving, uh, you, you find that you're able to move just by thinking about it uh and yeah you actually can move around a little a little zippier than you could back in the material plane you move at uh 42 feet around or 42 feet of move okay now that that said you know you're going nowhere fast as you (laughs) look around this vast empty sea of floating rocks am i me am i like in gaseous form or am i actually me you're actually you um okay I'm gonna close my eyes and think of home really hard. Did it work? No, you're still here. This is uh, yes. uh roll me an arc roll me an arcana check. Okay, I've rolled like shit. This is uh probably not gonna do much. Yeah, 19. You think about it, you've never obviously never been before, but um you recall back in military school, like in advanced arcana. Just, you know, the mention of, you know, the astral plane, this kind of silvery sea that only the most powerful wizards can get to. Uh, you realize that's probably where you are. Um, um, do I think I should stay in the same place, probably? Does it matter? Um, it's up to you. Um, you have no, you, you know, you see no, you, you look around, you see no conceivable like portal back. Uh, and are there, are there any landmarks, any rocks that are consistent, anything like that? Uh, just these like floating chunks of stone occasionally. Hmm. Um, uh, as you're floating, a you feel the wind kind of not like physically, but you feel this wind move through your mind, just of just these kind of strange fragments of memory and, and thought, little, little subconscious musings. Are they mine? No. Oh. Uh, um, it's just, uh, and then as you sit there and think about it, the, um, just this, uh, it starts to get darker and darker around you. Uh, and um, you start just feeling, you start shaking, uh, and these thoughts just get louder and louder, overwhelming your senses uh, of just these just kind of memories and thoughts that aren't yours. 
Uh, and then just as quickly as it hit, it just fades away and everything returns back to that sort of silvery gray. Um. Okay. Hmm. And that, and right before that happened, I felt a breeze. Uh, just, it felt almost like a breeze. Yeah. Um, and you are stunned for a minute. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> By it. Um, I'll just hang out. Um. Uh. So, uh, do you just try to stay in the same spot, or do you float around, or what do you do? Um, if there's any more of those winds that come by me, I'll try to get out of the way of them if possible. But otherwise, I'll probably stay in like the same general vicinity. Uh, you don't have any, you don't, um, at least for these next few hours, you don't feel any more of those winds. The weird thing is, is it's not like you saw it coming either. It is seemed to be sort of invisible and then things just got dark real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so kind of, oh, so it sounds like kind of just like kind of floating around, not in circles necessarily, but just kind of aimlessly um, trying to avoid things that you can't see. Because uh, there's nothing to go to, right? Yeah, that's the thing that you don't see like a, a shore or like a big landmass or anything. Just you, you kind of, you know, just these old, they almost look like kind of like just old crumbling like statue, you know, like uh, just like those building blocks from like Lord of the Rings, you know, like the kind of pale white stone, just little bits and bobs of that floating around. Um, uh, after what you'd guess is a few hours, it's hard to say. There's no sun. It's hard to really detect the, the motion of time. You hear a voice in your head. Uh, and it says, Nithis, uh, this is 88. <laughs> uh, and then that whole message. Can you say it again? I forgot. Nithis, this is 88. We are trying to locate you. Are you unharmed? Please respond. Um, okay. I am unharmed, but I'm floating in vast nothingness and I'm really bored already. (laughs) (laughs) Send help, please. I think that was 22 words. (laughs) Does that response come back to me? It does. Sorry. She is alive. She says she is unharmed and she is floating in a vast nothingness. She is also very bored. You're muted, Amanda. Sounds like Nithis. Yeah. <laughs> so, sounds like that plane better look out, too. So we'd have to find somebody who can cast seven level spells, it seems like, to get there. Perhaps we should go speak with Priest. Priest can definitely cast that spell that. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's worth a shot. Are there any dangers in the astral plane that I should warn Nithis of? I'm asking Eric's. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, uh, only thing I found so far, he says, is there's this phenomenon they call the psychic wind. Uh, he says, uh, it's hard to see, but apparently it can drive people insane. Goody. All right. I'll cast sending again. <laughs> Look out for wind. Don't go insane. 
Mythos, this is 88 again. Try to avoid a psychic wind. It is difficult to avoid, but can drive one insane. Okay. I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> like, I already know that I'm not going to really be able to avoid it, but I am resistant to psychic damage, so hopefully that's not terrible. Yeah, I'll just send back, okay, with a question mark. All right. Um, Eric says, I can look more, he says, um, into this. Uh, he says, is there anything specific you'd like me to research? I mean, we know how to get there. No, well, like, there's no real way for us to find her aside from like scrying, maybe. I mean, weapons and items that might be useful on the astral plane and finding and retrieving her. He says, I'll see what I can find. He says, uh, he says, uh, 50 gold pieces should cover this whole thing. That sounds good to you all. Sure, I'll give them 50 gold. All right. Weapons. A mode of, a mode of transfer, transportation. Transportation, weapons. See what I can find. He says, check back on me you know, late tomorrow. Are you capable of sending any information you find? Or do we need to return to retrieve it from you? Oh, he says, uh, yeah, I can, I can cast a sending spell for you if you want. That would be very helpful. Thank you. Okie dokes. Up to the temple of Maishiha to see our favorite priest. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So it's the same ones. They all look the same in their masks. All right. So you come in and priest is there. Um, they look at you all and look confused, perhaps. And they say, oh, no. What now? Mm-hmm. We require assistance in retrieving Nithis from the astral plane. She was lost while we were doing a favor for your friend Kira in saving her town from the blue dragon bandits. I saw lay it on there. We're doing a favor for another Maishiha person. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, she said priest is her friend, so yeah. I'm using it. Uh, priest priest uh, has a little look of uh, fond, fondness on her face, on her mask, and says, uh, how is Kira? She is well. Better now that there's no dragon. She says, um, returning, uh, getting to the astral plane um, is difficult but doable. Um, unfortunately, you will need something that I do not have. She says, we Planar travel requires tuning forks, you might call them. Uh, she says they are attuned to a particular planar destination, a pro, you know, the resonating frequency to the home of the correct location. So we're going to have to either find or craft one of these forks and figure out what's, and if we have to craft it, we have to figure out 
well, what, what resonating frequency it needs to be attuned to. And no easy quickly, tasks. How quickly can we accomplish this? Well, it'll require research. It'll require finding the, the proper materials. And so you could be looking at days or even weeks. And then second, uh, there's no real good way to, unless you have a specific place in mind, you'll just end up somewhere random in the astral plane. You could be thousands and thousands of miles from Nethys. Um, 88, do you think, do you think your sending spell would, well, I'm not going to ask that question now. <laughs> um, <laughs> we must act quickly to save Nethys. She's getting very bored. <laughs> we all know how much trouble... <laughs> That could mean. I'm about to fuck up the astral plane! <laughs> Shooting off fireballs out of boredom. Yeah. Actually, uh, can you take a long rest? Should I do? I probably won't do that. Yeah, you can take a long rest if you're. Nithis um, may not survive for days or weeks. Yeah. Um, yes. Though, interesting, you've been there for hours um, and you don't feel thirsty or hungry. Where's that? Hmm. Um, all right. So, um, Priest says, uh, if we're going to do this, we're going to need to work with a friend of mine at the library. By any chance, is your friend named Master Eric's? Because we've already met him, and that oh. would be very convenient. Well, my Shiha works in interesting ways. Yes, that is my friend at the library. Remember the there, she's like, actually, no. I'll have to get you working with somebody. Actually, no. Eric's is, Eric's is a jackass. Um, <laughs> he Eric's has no, has no idea what he's he talking about. He doesn't about. know shit. He just hustles money out of people who think he's smart. Exactly. <laughs> we have already engaged the services of Master Eric's. He is researching for us at the moment. Wonderful. Well, um, we will work as fast as we can, but obviously there's no guarantee how long Nithis could be trapped there. She could be, it could be weeks. You should let her know to expect a delay. So this does say that the sending stones work like the sending spell. Yeah, so we should be able to send them. Oh, okay, my bad. The sending stone have such good reception that they work across planes. <laughs> Again, there's a 5% chance of failure. Yeah. So basically, we roll a d20, and if we get a, a d100, get a one, doesn't work. Yeah. All right. So, uh, you want to let Nithis know? Nithis, this is 88. We are working on a solution. However, it may take some time. Um. Well, okay. I'm just literally floating in nothingness and hoping to avoid actual 
bad thought black holes. So, you know, the faster, the better, I guess. Bad thought black holes. <laughs> uh. I, I, I kind of um, elbow uh, 88. Ask her if she um, can get in touch with Enigma. Nope. Can you contact Enigma for assistance? Nope, I cannot contact him. It's very upsetting. Maybe that's something we could do from here. <laughs> How are you going to contact Enigma? Uh, okay, ADH is had an idea. It's probably <laughs> terrible. Oh, I love it when you make that face. That means you're about to do something great. <laughs> I don't know. That's the same face he made when I got exploded. So. <laughs> yeah, I can think of two ways. Neither are good. Eighty-eight is going to cast sending to Enigma. Um. So that is the interesting. <laughs> Enigma, your pet Calistar got in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> can you find your little buddy? Because I, I have met them we've spoken before when yeah. we first found them we saw him as a his weird ass skull that he just leaves around for people to touch all right i like it what are you what are you going to say to um to enigma enigma this is 88 mythos has been accidentally sent to the astral plane we are trying to retrieve her your assistance would be greatly appreciated. New phone, who this? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, let me think about this for a sec. Phone, who this? Consider it done. They said, consider it done. I do not know what that means. Unfucking settling, isn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, it's, I suppose, whatever happens, it's better than Nithis floating board in some other plane. We could also maybe reach out to her parents. They're pretty fairly well off in Windhaven. They might know somebody who has some sort of influence and child, oh no, travels the actual plane. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Just talking about people that we know, things we can do. We can even go there. I can bring us there. I can bring us to the university in Carthol. That could bring us to, oh, you should ask me if this is there a trees in the astral <laughs> <laughs> Trees in the astral plane. <laughs> you have a sending stone. You can ask her. Yeah. No, it seems like a stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say that. Meanwhile, Nithis Island with a tree just flies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the one, the one <laughs> desert island in the middle of the actual sea. <laughs> this is a whole ass flat earth that floats by. Uh, Yeah, I don't have any really like interesting. Priest is like, so you've you've engaged Master Eric's. Um, should we meet with him tomorrow then, or? 
Yes, I think that is a wise idea. Oh, we're still here. Yeah. <laughs> you all look like you could use some rest. And where Nithis is, she doesn't need rest. So. Ah, but that just makes her more bored and more prone to incidents. Yeah. Prone to shenanigans. Okay, we'll go to, I guess, the silver or whatever, or sapphire. Whatever and the sapphire spear. Yes. Get some rooms for the night. It's right. Yeah, it's just right across the street from here. So, or down the street from here. Yeah. All right. You all check in at the sapphire spear. Um, you do anything before you go to bed? Besides, think about all the spells I know and figure if there's anything that could be at all helpful. Reflect, reflect a little bit on the uh, um, fact that when we woke up today, we didn't we didn't know we were going to eat one of our family members across the <laughs> across the universe. Kind of eat myself. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't a lot of group effort in that. Uh, no, eighty-eight's just going to rest so he can get up as early as possible and go back to the library. Okay. Um, so you all take a rest, have pleasant dreams. Uh, the calendar clicks over. It's now the first of bright. Uh, it is Moon's Day. Do I know any sort of creatures live in the astral sea? All sorts of stuff. A lot of which is not good. What types? Oh, no. Weird things. Oh no. So nothing natural that I could maybe conjure and be like, hey, look out for my friend, keep her company, and then send them back. Uh I don't think you can conjure anything from that plane. Okay. I appreciate the idea though. I didn't think so either. Well, I figured I'd ask. And whatever you do, don't eat her. <laughs> you find her. All right. So I, I need to know, uh, Caitlin, are is Nithis actually just sitting there? Boredly casting fireballs or anything like that, or actually, oh, <laughs> um, I, I think that from my arcana roll, I know that moving around isn't going to do me any good, right? No, it will. You can find places. There might be. Oh, I can find places. Yeah, there's there's places here. They're just okay. none that you see nearby. And I mean, it doesn't really matter where I'm at because. The yeah, it's you went to a random spot. Yeah, it's not. Well, that, if that's the case, I was going to play catch with my shadow cat. But if, if there are actual places to find, I will go find a place. All right. So you just start moving around, looking for things. Um, after about four or five hours, you guess, uh, you see something on the horizon that is decidedly not a rock. Okay. Spinning aimlessly. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, it's hard to make out, but it looks like it has wings. Uh, and it's getting closer and closer, and you see these wings kind of beating down, kind of beneath them, whatever this is. Uh, and as you get closer, you realize it's not a creature, but it appears to be some sort of small craft. Um, uh, and as you uh, as you as it gets closer, um, the uh, creature uh, on board, it's a small, like maybe craft mm -hmm. that could hold like two or three people. Um, and as it gets closer, you see um, the person piloting it 
is this kind of tall, gaunt figure that has this sort of silvery cord sticking out of them and kind of going up into nowhere. Uh, he's got a very strange looking kind of scimitar-like sword on him uh, and uh, just kind of like long pointy ears, almost Kalishtar-like in some ways. Like it's like if you mix the Kalishtar and, or if you, if you mix a human and whatever this is, it would kind of look like a Kalishtar. Um, and uh, he uh, pulls the skiff up next to you. It says, uh, hey there, Unithis. Uh, yeah. How do you know my name? Name's Vanek. Nigma sent me. Oh, cool. Well, you want to you wanna get out of this miasma or, or what? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I do. You said uh, your name is Vanek? Vanek, hop on. Cool. Vanek? You um, you look familiar. Do I know you from somewhere? I get that a lot. I got one of those faces. He kind of, as you get on, he kind of t- turns the rudder and the skiff kind of heads back and he starts flying back the way it came from. He says, uh, how you know Enigma? He's the voice in my head. Uh. I've mind linked with a skull he was possessing and now the connection is permanent you know like you do he's, so that was a he says that was a very honest answer <laughs> he says i appreciate I that what's that could i have lied no no most people just aren't that open about mistakes that made oh yeah it was real dumb it was it was not not very he says dumb. oh it seems to work out well for you it has it has he's, worked out well. He just kind of looks at himself in the skiff in the astral sea. <laughs> How did you meet Enigma? Uh, he says, uh, made a mistake. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. So you're just like, you're forever? He says, well, everyone here is forever. Oh, no, I don't want to be here forever. No, no, no. I mean, I, I'm... He says, I'm probably, uh, no, I don't know how you put it in your years, he says, but uh, first time I went to the material plane, it was the Telvian Empire. Mm. He says, uh, next time it was something else. I hear it's something else now. Yeah. He says, uh, yeah, we, we don't age here. We don't eat. We don't drink. Just float. Hmm. And you said your name was Vanek? Yeah. Chris, my memory. Mm-hmm. Is the Kalistar up in the frozen north of Van Kalistar? Uh, if it is, it's a coincidence. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's a. Uh, Val. The, they're Val. Okay. Valerie. Yeah. Okay. I was like, holy shit. No, no. <laughs> uh, he just keeps piloting the skiff. Uh, suddenly, he says, "Hold on, hold on tight." He flips the rudder, and it kind of flies off to the side. Uh, and he kind of pushes a, another handle next to him, and it like the wings start beating faster, and he picks up speed. Uh, and then, after a moment, he kind of shifts back to flying back to the camp. Says, oh, "You don't want to get caught up in those psychic winds." Yeah, that sucked. 
It was only for a second, but it sucked. Does it tend to have an effect on people? Yeah. Yeah, I felt that. So Vanek, uh, this might be a rude question, so feel free to completely disregard it. Can I ask what your race is? Says that is a says that is an awfully uh, interesting question, isn't it? Yeah. I says I'm. Uh, he says I'm what's called a Gith Yankee. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Huh. He says. Uh, he says we Gith live here in the astral plane. Oh, okay. Do you all have really cool boats like this? Is this a boat? A skiff. I call it a skiff. Yeah. Okay. He says, some of us do. Cool. He says, uh, anybody that wants to get anywhere. Mm -hmm. He says, um, he says, uh, Kalistar, aren't you? Yes, I am. How do you know that? He says, he says, you're leaking psychic energy like a, like a pail with a, hole in it well that sounds not good i don't think it's bad just says you uh live here long enough you get sensitive to it okay he says have to otherwise go mad Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. makes sense makes sense thanks a lot for picking me up i'd have been real screwed (laughs) he says uh Huh. Well, that's. You're welcome, I guess. Uh, it just makes me an enigma even. That's all. I owed him one. Oh, okay. Uh, so, how does Enigma know where I'm at? Didn't ask. Fair enough. So, does this mean that you're even with Enigma so you don't have to worry about him ever again? Just means we're even, that's all. He's still out there. It just seems like you guys don't have a great relationship. He says, uh, comes and goes. Fair enough. How long have you known him? He says, uh, hard to say. He says, I think it was still the Televians when I met him. What was he like then? Uh, about the same that he is now. Voracious. Always hungering. Hmm. Says never Satan. Would you... You know like he is now. Sure, sure, sure. Um... <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Maybe I just haven't had the same experience as you. He says, he's not prying you for knowledge. Well, yes. Is that a bad thing? He says that he has an appetite for it. Well, that's not a bad thing, right? He says, uh, says anything anything can be a bad thing since you live long enough you'll learn that that sounds exhausting 
Well, he he promised that I he can't make me do anything. So I guess that's kind of the flip side on on my part, maybe. He says, I reckon. Was he? Would you consider him evil? Deliberately harmful to others? He says most people consider uh, Skith Yankee evil. Why? He says bad reputation. Hmm. He says some of us are some of us are a little more war thirsty than others. He says I never really took part in it myself, but he says there's a. He says, you're walking into something you apparently don't know much about, do you? Yeah, any uh, any info you could throw my way would actually be deeply appreciated. He says, our people were once uh, slaves. Oh. He says, uh, uh, held held hostage and bondage by mind flayers. Oh. Uh, he says, we liberated ourselves, but we had a disagreement on what our new life should be like. Uh-huh. So great civil war between the Gith. This is now Gith Yankee, Gith Sarai. Okay. He says, uh, one of us got a bad rep and the other one didn't. Hmm. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. He says, he says, I don't think evil necessarily exists he says i think everyone's evil everyone's good it just depends on your actions and what you do with it I'm, i i wouldn't be that equivocal about it but i see what you're saying because anyway he says uh enigma as you call him he says uh well I'm pretty sure they would do anything for knowledge. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I was just kind of ignoring that a little bit. I mean, honestly, at this point, it's too late. I already made the agreement, so I don't know there's any getting out of it. <laughs> you know? So that's a peculiar name. He says, you picked that out? I did. I assume that you have a different name for him. Made me give him one. Wouldn't tell me what his name was. Yeah, that's what he did to me too. Why Enigma? Because I still have no idea what he is. They are. So it's only known you now for about an hour, but I appreciate your, just your brutal honesty. It's uncommon. Is there any reason to hide this information from you? No, he says, but people are cagey. I'm not being sarcastic. I, I really appreciate. I know it's hard to tell with my voice, but I, I really do appreciate your uh, just being straight with me. Yeah, I'm not very good at, um, at secrets. Oh, we're probably never going to see each other again, right? Who can say 50 episodes from now? <laughs> <laughs> me and Krinko making a comeback <laughs> <laughs> just just out of idle curiosity have you ever heard of Kyrex 
uh, he says uh, that uh, says that God was around for like a year that caused a lot of trouble down there, right? Yeah. He says, what about him? Oh, just trying to figure yeah. out more about him. He says, well, I wasn't really there in the, on the material plane when that was going down. He says, uh, though, uh, the reverberations of that war, he says, made it even up here to the astral plane. Huh. Okay. Yeah, that might be a problem. Um, he says, uh, what do you know about, uh, he says, what do you know about, uh, the astral plane? Not much. Smiles. He says, you're really going to love this then. Uh, and he, uh, pilots the skiff around a large rock and you see this thing floating in the distance. Uh, and as, as it gets closer, uh, you realize it looks like a floating island, um, uh, but on with just a small like city on the back of it. Um, but as you get even closer, you recognize that the island is some sort of giant humanoid form. Uh, and he says, uh, I'll take you on the under first. That's where <laughs> he says, that's where you get the best view. And so he pitches the Z down uh, and he, he dives under it and you look up uh, and um you see that this city is built on the back of a corpse. Uh, and on the, on the forehead of the corpse is the symbol of a sun and a moon. Uh, is that Kyrax? No, or is that Amintan? He says, this is the city of the dead God. He says, it's where we live. Uh, and that is where we will end our session tonight. <laughs> I'm so happy this unfortunate thing happened to your character, Caitlin. <laughs> well, um, that certainly went some places I wasn't expecting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, I, I was happy to be very impressed with you just ad libbing this entire party. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. oh, Chris, so good. So good. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And now we're off for five weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel I feel much more of an urge to play on Labor Day now. Let me just put it there. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, wow. So there's a city on the back of a dead god. Yeah. Huh. Welcome to the astral plane. <laughs> it's so funny weird. <laughs> you realize in you realize in like two sessions we've gone from calamity's plane back to the plane and now to the astral plane. <laughs> yep. Yeah, more planar shenanigans than I intended. Really. Yeah. <laughs> Especially since none of us have plane shift yet. I feel so bad too because <laughs> no, it's I mean it's no, 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 because okay, so obviously I, I rolled uh, for the treasure. I rolled randomly for a lot of it. Um, so like, uh, so the, the, the scimitar sword and the adamantine plate mail were rolled randomly from the loot table. 
Um, the Staff of Thunder and Lightning, I was like, oh, that would be a really cool centerpiece for a lightning dragon to have. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, I'd like to, you know, it's kind of like, okay, so I'm guessing Yarmor would probably go to Matt, and the Sword would probably go to Sean, and the Staff would probably go to Brendan. I should just throw in there something for, you know, something I know that, you know, Caitlin would like for her character. <laughs> and then, so I was like, oh, um, I was looking at things that were like kind of high rarity, but not like required attunement. And it's like, oh, a portable hole. I know she's been wanting one of those forever. <laughs> <laughs> And then I was like, oh, that'd be a great place for the dragon to hide his loot, and I could make this whole puzzle around it. <laughs> and then at the end, Caitlin would get this portable hole, and she'd be very happy about it. Uh, <laughs> Such irony. Yep. <laughs> a portable hole. We just didn't think it through all the way. I do really appreciate you reminding me of that, because I completely forgot about uh, that rule and that she would have one on her and that especially since she didn't recognize it as a portable hole thanks once again to the nistel's magic aura um uh-huh. oh <laughs> the what oh boy nistel's magic aura is a spell that lets you kind of change things about things so you can make like magical things appear non-magical detection spells and so when i was thinking about this very paranoid dragon in his um the measures he would take the hot the, the guard his stash i was trying to kind of and so I was like, okay, so, you know, the, the pit, so that you have to be able to fly to get across it. I felt bad that you guys spent so much time down there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, and then you know, there's that ledge, and then hidden with a perception check, there'd be a little tunnel up this vault, and then to open the vault, you have to be able to cast lightning, you know. Uh, and, and then, even then, that's not good enough, because people could still get into the vault. And so reading the description for a blue dragon, they talk about how, because they're usually desert creatures, even though that's not where they are here. They will have like a single object, you know, a couple trifles that'll be over a trap, like a hole. They say literally, they call them holes, right? In the, in the mm-hmm. game. And so then it's like, oh, portable hole, you know, dragon hole. So it's a kind of a different twist on the, you know, dragon hole thing. So like you had the one object in there that looked nice, uh, but then kind of a hole that blended in with the, rest of it and then you know had that kind of aura on it so that people couldn't just detect magic their way to finding it so uh well also amazing perception role because like i i mean i was like it's gonna be really really hard to see it it would yeah well Uh, i like how we we wanted to do something you know like just kind of have a little fun and not advance the story any (laughs) 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 and we even whoops around and found out <laughs> does Gwyn have any interest in either the adamantine plate or adamantine splint they're both heavy armor with a strength requirement of 15 no no okay. i my dex is very high so then 88 will put on the plate and take off the splint and we'll do something with that then cool. um yeah. i also would like to take that stack and nobody else wants it you're the only person at the moment who can use it. So, hey, no. <laughs> um, so yeah, this will be interesting. Yeah, right, uh, depending, depending on how long you want this to last, like there is potentially a quick fix we could use to get Mythos back. But if we want to explore this more, we can do that as well. I'm glad I have a couple of weeks to think about it. So, <laughs> yes, definitely. You know what's funny though? I um, I'm uh, oh, I'm still recording. Let me 